just a nice cup of coffee. You get to learn so much about a person and, and help them out. And I'm not, I'm, I'm here to help. Like I don't, there's nothing that I'm trying to hide or, you know, some secret formula. And it's kind of just trial and error. And if, if someone can learn from my mistakes and what I've done and help them to bypass that, go for it. <laughs> In this episode, we are chatting with Danny Miali. Danny Miali is a Philadelphia-based fashion influencer, sharing her passion for style, beauty, and travel wherever that may take her next. From tips on how to achieve that perfect beach wave hairstyle to showing off this season's hottest trends, Danny serves as your go-to resource for all things current and in the know. Yes, Danny strives to continuously grow her brand by creating lasting relationships with the people she encounters through campaigns, promotions, and live appearances. So we were so excited to dive into all the topics we covered in this episode and learning how exactly Danny has grown her brand and achieved success as a blogger and her content creation tips. There is so much goodness packed in this episode for bloggers and non-bloggers. So we are so excited. Let's get to it. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the She Shines podcast. We are so excited. We have a wonderful, wonderful guest with us here today, Miss Danny Miali. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. We are so excited you're here. Danny was just telling us before we hit record that this is her first ever podcast, but we already know there's going to be so much value added. So be sure to stick around till the end where we also have a surprise. But Danny, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Absolutely. I mean, during quarantine, all I have is time. So <laughs> I'm excited to, um, you know, share a little about myself and, you know, get to know you girls a little better too. Yeah. So let's get right into it. Tell us a little bit like mini background story. Where are you from and what job or jobs do you currently have? So I am actually from Medford, New Jersey, which is like South Jersey area. Um, grew up there, obviously. And then I went to school at Loyola in Maryland. So I was there for four years. Yeah. Yeah, then, me too. Oh, hounds. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Go Hounds. <laughs> and, then, um, and then after Loyola, I moved back to Philadelphia that I, I knew I wanted to be in Philadelphia for, you know, just, just to be in the city instead of being, you know, back in Medford, New Jersey. Like there's not really much to do there. <laughs> So Philly was definitely where I wanted to be. And then I went to school at Drexel uh, University to get my master's in public communication for two years, finished that. And now I have been living in the city for about, I would say a little bit over three years now. And I worked um, full time at an advertising agency um, called Agile Cat. So I was there for about two years when I was also doing my grads, you know, grad school. So it definitely kept me busy. Um, I learned a ton and the people were amazing. And now I actually work for our family business out in um, Pensalkin, which is Inserts East. It's a printing company. So we print a lot of inserts and I get to work with my dad every day. So that's actually amazing and awesome. But um, I am actually doing something 
with my sister, I'm not going to say yet because it's a surprise, but my sister and I are actually going to be going into a business together. And it's something that we both, uh, she went to Loyola too, and she went to Drexel uh, as well. So she's been following my footsteps and <laughs> so we pretty much have the same education and background and are enthusiastic about the same, same thing. So um, that's going to be a surprise coming up. And I'm really excited in this. Obviously this quarantine has given us a lot of time to actually, you know, develop that and make it perfect. <laughs> that is so exciting. Well, okay. We'll be sure to have y'all back whenever yes. it launches, whatever yes. it is. Like the suspense is, is so I know exciting. I want to know so bad. I cannot <laughs> wait to find out what it is. Ah. <laughs> it took a lot to pull the trigger, but at the same time, it's something that we love to do. And um, I'm pretty much without giving it away, I'm pretty much involved with it a lot right now. So it's, I'm kind of in it and I'm experiencing it and it's just going to be awesome. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, well, we, we can't wait. Like we said, we'll definitely have to have y'all back on. Absolutely. Um, but before that, we kind of want to get into, you know, your, your background being like, Alex and I've had, I'm speaking for you, Alex. Yes, <laughs> We've had so much fun, <laughs> like over the past few years, like following you on social, getting to know you at events in Philadelphia, um, and really seeing you grow in the Instagram and blogging world. But we want to know how did you get into that and kind of what, what that journey was like for you? So, okay. Um, <laughs> it took a lot to get there. And I'm going to be completely honest. It's definitely not where I thought I would, I would be doing this. I, it started at Loyola. So I was probably a senior in college and um, I started noticing a lot of bloggers doing just like, you know, just fun photos. And what I've been posting on my Instagram was just, you know, friends hanging out, you know, day drinking this and that like classic, like college photos that were up. And I kind of figured, why am I not making money with this platform when so many people are posting these amazing artistic photos and I could just post those photos on Facebook. So it's, that's where I started to get like a, a shift between, okay, where can I get creative with this and make money? But then also kind of, you know, I still have that platform, which is Facebook to just post my albums of, you know, friends and whatever it may be. So I had the idea in college um, as a senior. And then once I got to Philly, I was like, you know what, what am I waiting for? And I moved to a city where I didn't really know that many people starting out, obviously, you know, going to school. I was with John at the time and we weren't living together. So, I mean, I was kind of, I was living by myself. I was alone and I just wanted to have more of a, something to do. Honestly, it started out with something to do. And I started taking, I started, I was like, you know what, let me be a food blogger. So <laughs> <laughs> I took my account. I'm like, you know what? I love to eat. So I went to different restaurants, took awesome, like our, you know, artsy photos of food, started posting that. And I was like, this is so dumb. I'm like, I don't think anyone really, really cares about, you know, the pancakes that I eat on Saturday. So, so that kind of dwindled. And then I'm like, you know what? I obviously really like fashion. So let me try to just take like artistic, you know, photos of my heels or something. And it would just be like a picture of my foot. So that really did not go well either. So, <laughs> okay. And then I saw this platform, Like to Know It, and I saw a ton of bloggers that I follow, started joining them. And, and that's where you kind of make the money, where it, it, joining that platform. You don't have to, but it, that was like the start of it for me at least. And I was like, you know, let me just apply. I, I, I applied, I think I heard back in about a month. So it took about a month. I don't know if it ranges now, but I heard back in a month, got accepted. And I was like, all right, this is, I'm going to focus on this. 
So I started like really doing it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do fashion, a fashion lifestyle. Um, I wasn't really into like skincare routine, working out stuff. So it was more of like fashion makeup kind of aspect. And it kind of just grew from there. But the main reason I wanted to start it was just, I wanted to meet people. Like I wanted to meet some friends in Philadelphia and go to events and, and meet amazing business people and just get involved with the city because you think Philadelphia is so big, but honestly, every event that I go to, I run into the same people, but it's awesome though. Like I yeah. love that. Like, like, you know, you, you go back to like, it's, it's like a party. Like you, you meet everyone and it, it's been awesome. I've been doing it for about three years now. And I honestly, I don't know where, what I would be doing if I didn't have that, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I love your story because I did not know. I, I'm, I'm sure Anna Laura didn't either. We've, like I said, we followed you for a while and, you know, we've seen you yeah. out and about in Philly and at events. So it's just so nice to hear how you got started. And I loved <laughs> hearing about taking a picture of the pancake that <laughs> no one wanted to see or the picture of your foot because so often <laughs> what we find in, in our community and I'm, I'm sure they're so happy to hear this is that girls want to get into blogging or they want to start a business and they're so afraid of taking the pancake picture that no one cares about or taking the picture of the foot that didn't turn out how they thought it would. So it's so refreshing to hear that, you know, you're not alone. Like you have to start somewhere. You have to start taking those pictures that may not be what you want them to be in the beginning, but you don't know unless you start, right? Absolutely. I mean, I don't think that, um, I mean, yeah, you're not going to know what you're, what you want to do until you kind of try it out. And I mean, I was really nervous to do it. And that was also a little setback that I had too. like, um, you know, I didn't want people to judge me and I'm sure there are people that still are like, didn't, I can't believe Danielle's doing this or you, you're always going to get that. And once you get past that, it's a lot more refreshing and it's, it, it's actually empowering to, I know that mm-hmm. sounds really corny, but at the same time, it's like, you're doing it in a sense where obviously no one wants to be judged for what they're doing. And have I messed up and, you know, said something stupid on my, uh, b- listen, a bunch of times. I said a bunch <laughs> of stupid things on my videos and people have corrected me. And you know what, I just learned for the next video. But if I didn't take that that jump or that leap of faith in the beginning, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this now. And I, I I'm glad I did. I really am. Yeah. Oh, we're so, we glad, so glad you, glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to see you guys through this, which is awesome. <laughs> so you no, mentioned, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, I just, what you said about not being afraid to fail first, you just fail forward, like keep putting stuff out there, keep trying. Like, I just think that's something I know, Alex, you just iterated on that as well. Like just something really we want to drive home for y'all listening is you got to start somewhere yeah somewhere so all right Alex take the pancakes and you're good (laughs) yeah (laughs) well I was gonna say you so it's it started you were inspired by like wanting to meet people so let me get out go to events start blogging so over the past three years in the meeting people how have you how have you grown your brand? Like, has it been primarily networking? Has it been through collaborations? Like, what have you found to be valuable in, in your brand growth? And, and what has contributed to the success of your brand growth? So I would say first and foremost, in the beginning, I never really, I never understood how people were growing so quickly. And you can tell from a lot of Instagram accounts a lot that there's people that clearly buy their followers or buy their likes. And I would, first first of all, I don't, and you can kind of tell that through my engagement, Mm -hmm. like ratio. And I was so scared to even do that because you would have to give over your password to these companies Mm -hmm. that 
you know, what if they shut down your account? And so I never did that. And I was so scared of that. But the main reason that I, I even got into was networking. And I think that I was able to grow my, you know, I'm not where I want to be right now, obviously, but I am, I've started from, you know, 8,000 in college and now I'm at 24. So I'm really, it is a jump. So I'm, I'm really proud of that. And networking has been a huge part of that. I mean, I go to whether it's a free event or a paid event and I just meet so many people, whether it's different bloggers or business people and, and they're in the, not, they don't even have to be in the industry that I'm in. I was just actually at a CHOP gala, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Like I met so many influential doctors and, and just, I mean, it's amazing the amount of people that I'm meeting and it doesn't even have to relate to fashion, but I mean, at the same time, I'm helping them promote the company and it's, it's just amazing. But in terms of actually being on Instagram and growing your business, I would say the biggest thing you have to engage. And I know that they say that all the time, but it's more than just like hitting like when someone comments and saying, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually make it a priority every morning or, you know, when I have a chance in the morning, I I set aside about an hour. And if I post a photo, I go on my page and I like, you know, say you say like, Oh, you know, I like your dress, Danielle. I'll be like, okay. So I like it. And then I comment and say, thank you. But then I also go to your profile and the most recent photo, I will like it and I will comment back. And you just, you develop this rapport. That's how you make connections. And I mean, I'm, I have so many like online friends that I love, like talk to and I'm like, oh my God, did you hear this? Or did you get this collab? And yeah, I think the biggest thing is you have to engage with people and it's more than just a like here and there. You really have to message them and be like, hey, I loved how you got like, I love where you got that shirt. Like, can you tell me how it is? Or, Hey, do you want to do a giveaway with a bunch of bloggers? Like I'm getting a, a, a couple people together and I've started to do that too. And I get to, you know, meet people that way. So it is, there are a ton of ways to do that, but first and foremost is to definitely not worry about the amount of followers that you have. Cause that doesn't matter. Everyone starts from somewhere. It's the amount of connections and the networking that you do on Instagram and off that are going to make you really, really grow because they companies and people want to work with someone that, shows their personality and that isn't fake. Like I won't, mm-hmm. I will never post something on my page that I personally don't use or I don't like. And I try to stay authentic as possible on my page. And yeah, I think that's just kind of where you, where you got to start. So many amazing takeaways there. Like I'm, I know I'm excited to go home and start implementing them as well, but I, I really like that you touched on the fact that social media is really at its core about being social. And it's not just about collecting likes and collecting followers, but it's really getting out there and making relationships, whether it's in real life or online. So well said. And speaking of all those collaborations, like we've we've noticed you have some truly amazing one. Hello, Revolve. Oh my gosh. For one. Yes, 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 yes. 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 <laughs> um, that was, so obviously you, you know, you can either pitch brands or, you know, they reach out to you and I never in a million years, I was like, okay, Revolve is like the main brand of all brands. Like I shop there all the time. I love their stuff. It's beautiful. Like you can't go wrong with that brand. And I remember just waking up, I think it was on like a Saturday. And I remember waking up, checking my email and there was an email from Revolve. And I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, like I didn't buy anything recently. Like, why are they emailing me? And it said, do you want to, you know, do you want to be a um, brand ambassador for Revolve? I was like, oh my God, yes, please. Yes. I would. I think I jumped out of bed and like actually woke John up because I was literally screaming. So again, like that, it, I didn't really go out of my way looking for it. And it kind of came, so it, it goes both ways. You can, you can pitch companies and sometimes it'll just come to you and you just get a, 
an awesome collab and that was one of them that I was just like dying over. <laughs> I, I just can't even imagine that feeling, something that you've probably dreamed about for forever, thinking it was such like a far-fetched dream. What advice do you have for women out there who are like either scared to pitch or scared to even start like we talked about? Like what advice do you have for women on landing their own dream partnership or sponsor or collab? I would start with getting a media kit. So I didn't have one for the longest time and I was kind of just shooting off emails like, hey, love to partner with you. You know, here's my Insta. Like that kind of gets fallen through the cracks a bit. You need to have a, I have a set email that I send to companies that, I, you know, I change it, you know, here and there to, to match the company. But it's pretty much a standard couple paragraphs that pretty much say who I am, why I would be, you know, a perfect match for your Instagram. And here's a little bit about me. You can read more in the media. You don't want to overwhelm with them with a ton of text because they're going to just glaze over it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So attach your media kit, which is pretty much, it has, it's pretty much a resume, but for bloggers, if you don't know. And um, one of my good friends actually created it in Philadelphia for me. And I kind of went back, tweaked it a little bit and you have to update it obviously because your analytics are always changing. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty much, I have a little bio about me at the top, a bunch of pictures to show, you know, what, how I can, you know, from a, a lazy day with leggings to, you know, all dressed up and glam so they can kind of see a range. And um, it shows all my analytics from Instagram. It shows my like to know it account, how many followers I have on that. I did have a website, but it's actually, I, I put it on hold. I did it through Wix, but I want to make it a little bit more professional. So I just kind of put that on hold at the moment to, you know, revamp a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's where you have to start. Start with a media kit, then definitely shoot that off to the companies. And I would also figure out a price range, but I wouldn't say that first when you email them. When they come back and say, I'm interested in working with you, just be like, okay, this is what you know I charge, but I'm willing to work with you. Say if you really love this brand and they're just not paying what you want, go for it and just work with them. Like it's gonna pay off. And if you really want to work with them, just, just do it, just do it. But when you start to get a little bit more, I guess, established, you can start charging a little bit more and that's mm -hmm. kind of based on your engagement rate and your, your amount of followers. But again, followers is not everything either. So you also have to like, it's a give and take, I guess. And there's definitely mm -hmm. websites, you know, if you Google it, there's definitely websites to tell you what would be appropriate to, to charge based on your um, follower account to your engagement you know, ratio. And that's kind of how I, I figured out mine. Nice. We'll, we'll be sure to link some of those resources in the show notes of this as well, um, just to make it really simple for y'all. Cause I, I am like you, I know there are a few out there, but it's like figuring out which one to listen to, and yeah. <laughs> which one's actually calculating this correctly. Um, so yeah, we'll be sure to link that for y'all. Yeah. You gave so many good tips too on the media kits. And it's something that right now we're teaching in our online Academy, the she shines Academy to our members is using that media kit. And I love how you said, don't, put so much text in that email, like overload it because they will gloss right on over it. <laughs> and so I like how you said, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is why you should work with me. This is what I can do for your brand and check out more in my media kit. So that's, that's such Absolutely. great advice. Okay. So let's shift gears just a smidge here. Let's talk content creation because it is one of my favorite things following you. Like, oh my goodness, what outfit is next? Where is she in Florida? Is she in my, like, where is she today? I, I love it so much. Your girls over here at She Shines love a good legging. From home workouts, to weekend loungewear, to work from the couch days. You know, we want leggings that are going to move with us. 
And that's why we are so excited to share with you Outfit Luxury Activewear. Outfit goes beyond function and style. Their compression leggings make women feel empowered and distinct while providing amazing support. So women on the go like us can move freely and confidently. And ladies, we have put these leggings to the test from <laughs> squats to dog walks. And believe it or not, they're shape enhancing. One size fits zero to 10, holds true. And these leggings also come in XL sizes as well as regular and high waist, holla, so you can find the perfect fit for you, girlfriend. Yes, use the code SXS25OFF for $25 off at outfit.com or visit the link in our show notes to shop now. Yes, that is OWFIT.com. So how do you find your inspiration for your content? Like your styling, posing, like where, where does it come from? I just, in terms of my Instagram and what I found works for me in terms of, you know, the amount of likes and the amount of comments, I like pretty things. I know that's really vague, but I will not post in front of a brick wall. Like I won't Mm -hmm. post in front of, you know, um, the parking lot, but again, that aesthetic works so well for different people. But if I did that, everyone would be like, Danielle, like step it up. What are you doing? So, (laughs) but that's just not, that's just not me. So in a lot of my content actually is a lot of, it's more, I wouldn't say my outfits are more every day. I think that they're a little bit more um, dressy in terms of dresses and, you know, gowns and, and this and that. And so I kind of have to play up with that too, in terms of my background. So Mm -hmm. A lot of my content, we actually just, um, we have a condo in Palm Beach that we recently just recently just bought. And so I've been shooting a lot of my content down there, which has been super helpful because Philadelphia is freezing and everything's dead. And <laughs> I have a really tough time trying to find a, a pretty place in Philadelphia to shoot. And I'm not saying that there's not great places. I've just, I've done them before and it's starting to be like repetitive. So I think that I, I, I hoard all of my stuff. I get like a, you know, about 10 outfits. I'm like, all right, mom, I'm coming down. So I will literally fly down and, you know, I, I shoot all my content in Florida, but obviously with the quarantine and everything, I've been trying to get creative with stuff in my room and my kitchen. And it's kind of been opening my eye a little bit in terms of what I can and can't do. And, but I mean, I think winter's just the toughest time for me personally, because no one wants to jump out of a car in, you know, a crop top and a pair of shorts and shoot you know, <laughs> summer content because it's cold and it's cold and no one wants to do it. I honestly, I can't say that one blogger would actually enjoy doing it. So <laughs> spring and summer, fair. Or, yeah, spring and summer are like, and, and being in Florida or somewhere tropical is definitely where I try to shoot most of my content now. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that coincided with our next question. We wanted to ask about like locations and how, how you scout them, but also organizing all that do you have like an ongoing list of ideas and inspiration yes okay so (laughs) if I know that you know the cherry blossoms are blooming in in DC in the next week I will try to you know schedule something around there to drive Mm up you know but I don't just drive up there a photo for a photo like I I like to spend the day there and actually enjoy it I'm not like crazy like just going (laughs) for a photo (laughs) but I'll go to New York and bring about three outfits and John wants to kill me because he's (laughs) like Danielle enjoy it like let's go eat and <laughs> I have to bribe him with food half the time so take my photos <laughs> and uh, win-win though yeah ex- exactly exactly <laughs> but in terms of content I used to be crazy about posting every day and I thought that that was the way to grow your content and make sure that people are you know continuing to see you on their feed and 
I, for me at least, I found that I was so wrapped up in just trying to get something out every single day that my content wasn't as, as good as it should have been. And I was just rushing to get things done. Mm. And I, I mean, I, I'm still feeling that my, at least my content, my engagement is the same as it was, even if I, you know, did, if I posted every day. So I don't think that was the issue. I, if, if I have a deadline for a company, I, it's going to get, it's going to get done and I'm going to have to go out in the cold and figure out something <laughs> to do it. But if, you know, they give you about a two week deadline or like a month deadline, like, um, then I get, you know, I get to, I get to spend my time a little bit and, you know, not worry so much about when I'm posting, but how well mm-hmm. my, my quality of my posts are quality over quantity for yeah. sure. Yeah. Exactly. No, does, does, do you find that allows for more breathing room and like more creativity just in, in life, not even like just posting, but just like, how have you found that shift to be? Trust me, I've been so overwhelmed in the beginning because I just tried to follow what everyone was doing and what I thought was correct to do. Even at events, when you go to events, obviously the company wants you to post and they'll be like, okay, you know, you need five Instagram stories and one in feed post to post. In the beginning, I used to post, you know, that on time. Like I, I would be at the event. It would be in real time. I take a photo of the food. I take a photo of this and that. And I'm always on my phone. So I didn't even get to enjoy the event. Mm. And I just found that to be so counterproductive because I'm, I'm, I'm getting these amazing events. I get to go to the, this awesome place and meet people. And I'm literally on my phone. Like I can't stand mm. that. And I can't even stand that when I go to dinner with friends and they're on their phone, like I, phones down, like this is <laughs> like time to not be on a phone. And, um, but no, I mean, now I take my content from an event and I go home, I make it, and it, and it actually, the content turns out better because I get mm. to do the tags correctly and maybe I get to add music and, and different stuff and make it a little bit more inviting and interesting to look at instead of just, oh, I got to get this up really quickly. You know, I, I have to do that. No, take your time. Like, take, like, okay, you have a deadline, get it done. Like, you know what it is, but just take your time. It, it'll all get done anyway, but no one cares no one's going to be like, Oh, Danielle didn't post today. What's wrong. It's not, it's not ever like that. And that's how I thought it was. And now I get to kind of enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said that. Cause I, I can totally relate like feeling the same way at events or going, you know, doing a, a shoot for someone else or content for someone else. And you're like, Oh my gosh, okay. I need to be on my phone. I need to get this, then post it, get this and post it. And then you look around too and you see like everyone is on their phone and it's like, I, I can't even, enjoy myself or who did I talk to or what did I eat or did I sample that product? I don't remember. I was taking a picture. <laughs> so I love that you touched on that because I know it could feel so overwhelming because you want to do a great job for the company, but you also want to enjoy yourself and be present, you know, be in the moment while you're there. And you're also there to network. Like if you're going to these events and you're not talking to anyone and you're not going to grow your brand anyway. So you have to be on point too when you're there and, and, and talk to people and engage and, you know, talking to the right person can lead to another promotion and that can lead mm-hmm. to something else. And you don't want to be on your phone the entire time. And I really, I, I was in the beginning and I really try not to be in, you know, try. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I know my, my husband will probably be really relieved to hear that as well. <laughs> Cause before I've gone like through two different extremes, it was either I'm on my phone all the time trying to post everything right then, or I just totally forget about ever recording a story. And like, 
somehow Alex, I don't know how she does this, but she's like a, I call her a friggin' story ninja because she's like, we'll be together making eye contact, talking the entire time. And then I leave. I'm like, she posted eight stories while we were together. Like, how did she do that? So I'm trying to learn some secrets from her. So I, I just really love that you added that in about like, you don't have to do it right then. You can wait till later. Like that sounds like something I can actually do. Cause I don't think I'll ever be a ninja yeah. like Alex. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there is champagne involved, and we're most likely on a couch in pajamas, and that can be like pop, 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 jiff, music, done. <laughs> I'm over there drinking champagne. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we, we also want to ask, like, you have some of the fiercest posing I think I've ever seen on yes. Instagram. <laughs> like, as a photographer, I'm taking notes. Like, okay. She's working the angles, like she knows. Mm -hmm. What tips do you have on posing for photos? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am such an awkward person when I pose, what? so I, I'm going to try to give the best advice. It doesn't look awkward at all. It's amazing, and it's amazing that John is so tall. So, like, I make him take my photos, and automatically, you know, the camera's just up. If the phone is up higher, then like your photos are going to be better. You don't, no one wants that like low angle where you got the double chin and like, <laughs> so that I would say is like not a, at least for me, I'm just saying is not a good angle for me. Um, but anytime you're sitting too, and you're trying to take like a sitting photo, whether it's on a beach or, um, you know, out to dinner, you want to get like right on directly. Like say if mm. I'm on the beach and I want to take a, a photo sitting down and John's standing, it's going to look so ugly. So he's going to need to like get on my level, which he, because he gets wet half the time and actually take the photo. So, I mean, I guess I kind of like the photos straight on or a little bit higher in terms of the angle of the, the you know, the yeah. camera. But in terms of posing, I honestly, I just, I, I tell John, I'm like, keep firing, just keep going, just keep going. Cause the mm -hmm. candid ones turn out to actually be the better ones when you're not actually yeah. posing. I don't have any tips and tricks with that. <laughs> so while, while John is snapping away, bless him, we should, we need to send him like a thank you gift. Um, are you, do you like dance around? You're like moving your hands and you're just like hitting angles, hitting poses. I feel like hands are the biggest thing too. Like what do oh. I do with my hands? Like we're I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I always like to hold something. I know that's uh, so in pretty much all of my photos, I either I'm holding a bag or I'm holding a champagne glass or I do this thing where Same. <laughs> I found these bloggers that they literally just kind of, they stand there to take a photo, but they kind of cup their hands like together, almost like they're like, like picking off nail polish and it kind of works. So it's, you're yeah. doing something with your hands, but you're not like, you know, awkward Sally over here, kind of just like, meh, like just chilling. <laughs> so do hold something. If you're not like comfortable with your hands, like me, just put something in your hand and it actually helps. <laughs> That's so good. No, I absolutely love that. Cause for me, I always find my go-to is hand on the hip. This comes from like fitness competition days where it was like posing, like to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that is always my go-to, but I definitely need to mix it up. So I really like that. Like having something in your hands, not just like hand on the hip or just like, hold I don't something, know. you're good. Just hold something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, and really quick planning and scheduling your content. What are your favorite apps or tools for organizing and scheduling all that? Okay. So I don't have a, I'm going to bring my phone up here. So the apps that I, I love unfold is one of the best apps in terms of, you know, mm. stories and everything. So that is like a plus to have. I know I heard Someone, I don't, I didn't download it yet, but the app called over 
is supposed to be amazing too. It's it's pretty much the same as Unfold. I love Lightroom, but I don't know how to use it on the on the um, <clears throat> desktop. Everything's on my phone and it works amazing. You just import something there. And obviously I'm not good at, you know, Lightroom, Darkroom, I, I, I guess, you know, what's that? Photoshop. I'm terrible yeah. at that. <laughs> so Lightroom is actually super easy to use when it's on, on your phone. So mm -hmm. Lightroom, I use Facetune too, obviously to smooth some stuff out, you know, make this brighter, you know, detail this a little bit. I feel like every girl has had that. Snapseed is actually one that I use a lot that a lot of people maybe don't know about. So Snapseed, you pretty much go in, you upload a photo, and then you hit the tools button and selective. And the selective button makes the back, it only touches the background. So okay. say, you know, I'm taking a photo and the background is this hideous, you know, like, I don't know, like off white color. I don't know. So it's an ugly color, but you hit the background and it, you can either brighten it up, saturate it. And I do that with a ton of my photos. Like, oh, the, you know, the, the ocean's not as blue. No problem. I'll go in there, brighten it up a little bit and then make it a little bit more blue. And so that has helped with a ton of photos. And I would also say that, um, I mean, Lightroom, but I think that the main thing is you have to find a filter that you love using. And I would stick with that a lot. I've changed mine up in the past. So, I mean, it's, it's fine to keep playing around with it, but you want to find something that really matches your personality. And I love using a lot of bright colors. So I actually bought an Alexa Jean preset. And I have been using that for the longest time. But when you, uh, you go into Lightroom, you just hit apply the preset onto your photo and it, it makes it really white. This is the preset, but it allows me to, you know, fix mm -hmm. the contrast and the black point and everything. And I can go back in and fix that. And then I just brighten it up in Lightroom, figure it out. And then I go to Snapseed and do my, do my thing. And it's, it's bright. It's what I want, but definitely start with a filter because they can actually do a lot for your photos. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's what we've noticed too. Um, I, I created a preset for Alex to use across mm -hmm. her photos and it's been so fun. Like once you have a preset that you love that you find like suitable for your skin tone and all that, mm -hmm. how like, even different backgrounds we've noticed for hers, like for some reason the, the teal in it really pops. So we're like, scouting out. I'm, I'm like her, her photographer, basically. Yes. So, um, that is true. So, yeah, we'll go around and like try to find like certain colors that work well. So I feel like it makes your whole content creation process way more enjoyable too. So much easier. It does. And I think it's more of a, listen, I've had trial error. I've purchased presets for $50. I've purchased them for 20 and then they're all over the place and some have worked, some haven't. And I think it's just a trial and error of what works for you. And you know, your skin tone too. And, you know, if you're posing in front of, you know, bright colors, it's better to use a brighter filter. I mean, that's just an obvious, mm -hmm. you know, observation, but um, I do want to kind of come up with my own filters at some point too and begin yeah. selling them at like a super low price because I get so many people that are like, what do you use? Like, do you use your phone? Do you use this? And um, it's the filter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we want to also know, what advice do you have for women who want to get into blogging? I know you mentioned earlier, like pretty much just start is a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but what's the biggest lesson or, or takeaway that you've learned in your experience as a fashion blogger? You're gonna, you're gonna get no for an answer. And I know that's in every business. And that's pretty much the typical answer that everyone's gonna say, but it is true. I've applied for a lot of companies I've never heard back or they've got back to me and said no. And I've heard, um, you know, I, everything, you're going to get some negative 
feedback, but I'm telling you, it is so awesome when you get that positive one, like right, right when you get that one collab that you've always wanted or that one connection that you say, let's meet for coffee or let's do, you know, why don't we do something together and we can make something work. And it's just so awesome because I've started with, you know, not even having a blog and wanting to do this to now, you know, I'm, I'm hosting my own events. I get to, I get to meet people for coffee and talk about my experiences. And that's also what I found too, which is the most interesting is just meeting people and getting to know them through a cup of coffee. I love, I mean, I love coffee, obviously mm-hmm. it has to be iced, but I love coffee mm-hmm. and I feel like just a nice cup of coffee. You get to learn so much about a person and, and help them out. And I'm not, I'm, I'm here to help. Like I don't, there's nothing that I'm trying to hide or, you know, some secret formula and it's kind of just trial and error. And if, if someone can learn from my mistakes and what I've done and help them to bypass that, go for it. <laughs> Absolutely love that. No community over competition. And, yes. and you know, here, like, you know, for she shines, that's what we're all about is connection, community and girl talk and really, you know, leveling the, the road for everybody not feeling like, oh, I can't start because, you know, I want to be where she is like, mm-hmm. we all start at zero. We all start Absolutely. at zero followers, or no opportunities, no connections. But, you know, if you let that that number stop you from trying it's you know you'll never you'll never get you're already counting yourself out so thank you so much for sharing that insight i love that absolutely i just think it's something that you know i i I, it's funny before the whole you know coronavirus happens i actually had an event planned for march 25th that i was supposed to be hosting at level 28 at the fmc tower and it was supposed to be i don't know i put all my heart and soul into it and we were going to make it crazy and, and awesome and it was actually um, level up your pitch. And it was pretty much what I'm explaining now and a little obviously more in depth, but, but yeah, it was pretty much to just help bloggers, you know, starting out and now and kind of listen to their stories. And we, we wrangled up a bunch of the top Philadelphia based bloggers and they were all going to come speak and tell their side of the story. And, but, um, obviously due to this, we're just going to postpone it and make it bigger and better, um, in the summer when this is all done. (laughs) Yeah. You'll have to let us know when it is. Absolutely. We're, we're, waiting on, you know, this to pass, yeah. <laughs> but as soon as it is, we're going to, we're going to have now the outdoor space, the outdoor patio that we can use. Oh, that'll be so nice. Exactly. So bigger and better. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Well, we have learned so many nuggets of gold from you today. Like so excited that we finally got to chat and, yeah. and hear about your story and all your tips and tricks on posing and filters and, and pitching yourself. So we always love to end our episodes with a little she shines rapid fire question round okay so this is this is the scene you are in line for your iced coffee and some girl taps you on the shoulder she's like oh my gosh Danny Miali I cannot wait to talk to you can you please tell me what is your favorite way to connect with new people uh coffee going for I love coffee easy (laughs) okay (laughs) boom next she wants to know, how can I create community in my life or business? Create community. Okay. Um, just ugh, network. Just <laughs> send an email, send a text. Just don't be afraid to talk to someone because maybe they have the same questions as you and they want to get to know you a little bit more. So, I mean, it doesn't hurt to just be personable. Just be yourself and just talk to someone. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. love this. I love yeah. this. Last and one. How do you get your fill of girl talk? My mom. 
<laughs> in terms of just regular celebrity gossip, my mom is like a TMZ fanatic. She knows more than I know. She knows every celebrity, what's going on. But regular girl talk, I mean, right now, obviously, FaceTime, Zoom, yeah. that's, that's sufficing right now. <laughs> I love it. Those are so good. I love it. I love how, like, rapid fire this one. I, I, I have anxiety over that. <laughs> I was like, wait, nothing's going to happen if you don't answer, like, fast enough. You're like, <laughs> I know. I don't know why I'm still give you your iced coffee. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wine right now. It's about 6 o'clock. The, the, wine's, uh, the wine's calling my name. Yes, yeah, time. <laughs> we hear that. We it's hear time. that. Well, on that note, we will end, but be sure to head over to the blog post of this episode. Danny has shared some really amazing resources for us on her top tips for blogging. So even if you're not a blogger, these really apply to any avenue of business or creative business, whatever you do. Danny is serving us up with some amazing tips. So thank you so much again for taking the time to chat with us today. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. My first oh, yeah. experience and you guys are, you're amazing. And I like how it's local Philly girls and you know, we're, uh, I'm excited. So much goodness jam-packed in this episode. So if you found this helpful, would you please let us know in the form of a podcast review? You can tell us exactly how you're feeling by popping into Apple Podcast, search the (laughs) She X Shines podcast, and click write a review. We'd be so appreciative if you took the time out of your super busy schedule because we're over here trying to make an impact on the world. And girlfriend, we can't do it without your help. And do not forget to head over onto the show notes and grab Danny's tips for successful blogging. We know you're going to love them. In the meantime, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.